0: what time is it what time is it it's 2am it's 2am it's (laughs) 2am Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner, and argumentative banter, Hendrix.
1: How are you doing, good people?
0: Mm-hmm. And I am KC, and the place to be in that place is the 2AM podcast each and every week, bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and millennial experience. What it do? Hi. Hey, I think I'm going to to take out the each and every week thing. <laughs> <laughs> what up, y'all? I know I'm tired of standing. been gone for a minute, but I'm back with the jump off. How's everybody today? Hey. What's going on? How's life? How's shit shaking? What's cracking? What's popping? Mm. How goes it? What's been up, man? Man, nothing. Life. Life. Actually, life has been more down. <laughs> life has been down. But I'm up, standing up, sitting up, because I'm not really standing. But you know, Whatever. I'm chilling. I'm chilling though. What's good? How's uh, how's everything your way? What's popping? What's crack a lacking? What's new? Um, nothing new.
1: Nothing new at all. Um, just same old bullshit, man. Really, just same monotonous everyday life. You know,
0: man, monotony. That's a um a term I've been looking for lately, and I could not think of it. But that's that's it. That's yeah. The one. I
1: mean, you get you get to a point in your adult life where You know the days kind of like Go together and shit like you look up The end of the you know it's Friday And then you got the little funky ass If you lucky you got your little funky ass Two day weekend then you go right back to the same old bullshit
0: The crazy thing about it is I've realized as I've been getting older I have a birthday coming up soon And um I'm not dreading it As much as I usually Am like I think most people Work to live their lives, work is my life, and not even in a weird way like, oh my god, I bury myself in work because I don't. It's just that I don't actually dread work as much as I used to, and I think it's because I don't really have anything else going on outside of it. So it's just like, oh, tomorrow's Monday, It gives me purpose. Yeah, don't tell nobody else that. But uh, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not ashamed. It is what no, it is. No,
1: I get it. I get it. But yeah, I mean. It's kind of, it's a rat race, pretty much. Like, this is what they set up for us. And some people are lucky enough to do not only something that they love to do, but something that they don't have to do for somebody else. And Which the majority of people aren't that fucking lucky. And I wish those people would stop saying it's so easy. It's not.
0: Maybe. I But I also, I have the opposite feeling about that. I think that, and this is not to even sound hate, hate, like a, some, like a hate and ass comment or whatever, because you know, anytime you say anything nowadays is hating. But I also feel like even though entrepreneurship is like super, what's popping right now is that everything wouldn't thrive if everyone worked for themselves. Like these like businesses and corporations are like you shouldn't feel ashamed for wanting to just get a job and have a career and work for somebody and work for a company and work up in like the old way of doing things, like. I feel like people are shaming people for that nowadays. It seems like it's a bad thing if you just are a regular person with a regular job and you don't have these grand ambitions. We need everybody on every level. Like, you need fucking CEOs and creators and creatives just as much as you need someone to do your nails and just as much as you need somebody to mow your grass and just as much as you need somebody to, like, do your plumbing and your, and your electrician, your, con you know, con, whatever construction and all of this stuff like that and I just feel like there are no little parts it's kind of like (laughs) we're all in this play of life there are no small parts we're all just you know making a way and I feel like we shame people for not doing all of these amazing things I feel like we should everyone should be celebrated at every level they are and where they are and if they choose to be there or not because it's like so often you'll be ashamed to like say like oh what you do or where you work And I was like, they're like, oh, what are your plans for the future? What if that is their motherfucking plan? What if they do want to fucking retire? What if that is their end goal? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't shame people for being where the fuck they want to, like, doing what the fuck they want to do. And that's so common right now. And it's like bugging the fuck out of me. Like, yay to everyone that has these amazing talents that can do these things, whether it's hair, nails, makeup, selling something, creating something. Everyone is not that. Some people just go to school and get a job and, you know what I'm saying, and live their lives and do their, their version of the American dream, and that should also be okay. And I went on a rant very early in the show, but what the fuck is up?
1: I mean, I think, honestly, we don't live to get old. Like, I don't think the vast majority of people are living with the expectation of actually hitting retirement age or any of that. Like, we don't even look at that. We're not even looking at that as a possibility.
0: That's true. I'm very much the type of person that that I do, in a weird way. Like dying is one of those things that don't bother me. So many people like talk like are fearful of death, and it's like it's crazy because it's a fear that so many people have, and it's the only thing that we are all going to do, besides being born. Obviously, we all had to be born, but (laughs) the one thing for certain that we will all do, no matter your income level, no matter your status, your education level, anything like that, we're all going to fucking die. And that's just one thing I'm just never, especially as I get older, I don't have a fear of that. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, we know whatever. We're all going to do that. Jay-Z said that. we all going to do that. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just my own morbid, twisted mind, I guess. Like, if I were living this life where we're all essentially just gonna die eventually but i'm also one who would have never thought i would live a long time because i didn't ever could imagine myself old like i never saw myself as like i mean you're 21 so you're
1: not really i'm
0: done actually i'm not even subscribing to that no more i'm old as fuck i'm (laughs) i'll be 29 on august 9th um that is what it is because there's there's no point nothing (laughs) i i don't even want to extend my life anymore (laughs) i'm i'm 29 Clocks ticking. <laughs> so
1: I mean, that was something that I never really got. But I mean, to each his own. I'm like, I don't. When I was 21, I didn't want to be 21. Like, no.
0: When I when I was definitely one like I always wanted. But the thing is, the crazy thing about it, I think the reason why I don't subscribe to that necessarily anymore is because I was definitely the person when I was younger, when I was a teenager. High school, college, after college, all those things like that. I kind of always had the the dream or the hope or the skewed reality that things <laughs> that you had time for things to get better. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're shit, like, I'm not even joking. I'm serious. Like, if, if your life was, like, in a bad place or you go through a bad breakup or, like, you maybe you can't find a job or you didn't get into the school you wanted to get, it's like, okay, well, this is not it. You know what I'm saying? I have time and things will change and everything will improve. And it took me to age and get older and move through this life to know that that's not true. <laughs> no, no,
1: it's just the same shit. It's, yeah, it's just more,
0: it's more of the same. It's more of the same. It's more likely that you'll continue downhill then you will ascend, <laughs> realistically.
1: Yeah, it's just about, you know, you get older and you get, like, a different outlook on I think things. you
0: just, when you're young, yeah, when you're young, you're just super ambitious and hopeful for the future. And I'm not actually, in, like, trying to shit on anybody's dreams because, you know, people will go on to do amazing things. But for us mere mortals, <laughs> life is just what it is.
1: Nobody understands that. Like, everybody's not special. Sorry. So,
0: no, seriously. I, I found that out the hard way. Everybody's not special. I was like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, I'm really not good at much. It's like,
1: everybody's not special. Some people are, like, you need normal people in life.
0: And that's exactly back to my point I was making before. Like, it's levels. Like, yes, we need these amazing people for people to look up to and aspire to be and give little kids hope. But that shortly ends. I mean, it ends quickly. Quickly ends. But, I mean realistically i'm just saying you know everything is a bell curve bell curve is literally like a theory for life Mm -hmm. that is how things like if you the score the test score of fucking life and everything is a bell curve there'll be people that underachieve there'll be most of us that's somewhere in the middle and you'll have the outliers that are reach extreme levels of success and wealth and all the other things depending on how you measure success That's just the reality of life. There's going to be outliers on either side. Most of us will fall somewhere in the middle because we're just average. (laughs) The majority of us, though, is what I'm saying. Like, it's a bell curve.
1: Yeah. All right. So.
0: But anyways, um, movies, music, TV, what's going on?
1: (laughs) Did you go see The Lion King?
0: I have not went to the movies, sadly, in like a good month. I'm just too poor to do anything. So I haven't went to the movies in a very long time. I do want to see it. I've heard mixed reviews about it, but it's just kind of one of those things where, I mean, we all seen this movie already. And I know a lot of people had like, oh, it was like, oh, Lion King was blah. It was like, it was the same story. That's
1: like it wasn't a remix, my nigga. It was I mean,
0: yeah, it's just like it was a Lion King. So I mean, yeah, it was the same story. Yeah, like somebody like somebody's like, it was the same lines, verbatim. It's just like Yeah. "Yeah." It's kind of the same thing, like every time they redo the play cats, it's gonna continuously be the same shit. (laughs) It might get creepier over time, but it's the same fucking lines.
1: Yeah, That's
0: what happens Every time they dance the black swan It's the same fucking dance It's just different people doing it And this time <laughs> you got the pleasure to hear Beyonce Well I don't know about the pleasure But you got the pleasure to hear Childish Gambino And everybody Simba. else in that cast I didn't see it yet So I will not judge
1: Yeah I, I, I explained to y'all I wasn't going to see it So I, I,
0: if, Honestly if I I really wasn't doing anything I could have I just didn't really want to spend the money So that might be one of those things that uh, I watch when it comes out or if once when it goes to like the you know the cheap show when i can pay a dollar or something for it i'll go see it but that's pretty much it i mean
1: this i don't like this narrative that you're painting but okay
0: i, I don't <laughs> like the narrative that people paint of me <laughs> but they continuously do it yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: all right so no movies music
0: um music yes i've been listening to a lot of new music i don't even know if it's technically new but uh new to me Okay. So, um, I came across an uh, artist by the name of Masaggio. Um, And I actually came across him in a song that he's featured on. But I think he does all the vocals. The song is actually credited by an artist named Sir. Um, and it says featuring him. But I fell in love with that song. It's called Anana. Oh, and I love that fucking song. And then it t- forced me to dive into his catalog. Because um, I came across this Tiny Desk concert and I went into a deep dive, which then led me to a playlist on Spotify um, for alternative R&B, which had a lot of new artists that I was unfamiliar with. And if you are into R&B, I would highly recommend checking out some of those artists on that playlist. Um, I got a couple. I didn't get to go through the full thing, but... I got a couple good songs that i ended up adding to my playlist i'm one of those people that songs have to sound good to me sonically i listen to stuff like first i can listen to a song for like 45 seconds and decide if i like it or not with no playback because i'll just it's like the it's something about the melody like it has to be melodic to me and then after that i listen to the lyrics and then i'll be all right
1: that's actually a long time
0: it doesn't take that long that was a drag like i I literally will like hit play and i'm like nah before the end so it just depends (sighs) So
1: speaking of hidden play and saying <laughs> nah. So last night, very late at night, um Did you finally listen to Chance? Yeah.
0: You didn't like it? I like parts. Give, give of me a percentage. It. Of uh, how many uh, songs? How many tracks?
1: Maybe like I think it's like eight.
0: How many tracks is it? It's eight.
1: I like eight out of like twenty
0: two. Oh, that's a long album. Yes, it's a real long album. That's just wanna... like oh, okay, wow. a series of unfortunate fucking events. <laughs> um, but that's like what uh forty something percent maybe. I mean, not too shabby.
1: I made well, you know, in my listening, I was like, okay, so this is like, it was chance the rapper was trying to make late registration.
0: Hmm. You felt like that? Yeah. I full mean, full disclosure: I have not listened to it at all
1: because the production on it is pretty like amazing, but okay. it's kind of like Scatterbrain because it's, it's no fucking cohesion at all.
0: You kind of have anything to do with it? No. Okay, but it could have been heavily influenced or inspired by. It. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, it, I know that's one good, of his
0: mentors.
1: Yeah, there's some good songs on there. I don't like the fact that he didn't. He went the route of not list, listing the features on songs. So you just go in there blindly and it's a shit ton of features on songs.
0: I saw that. I didn't, I actually haven't like, only thing I saw was the stuff on social media posted about the album. So I know it's a song with Meg on there. Yes. Um, That was the only thing I looked at.
1: Um, The one is a serious song with him and Nicki Minaj. So Nicki Minaj actually, like, destroyed that shit. Hmm. Um, Megan Thee Stallion, she <laughs> Songs did
0: you don't hear. I mean, things you don't hear. Like, yeah, like, she
1: uh, actually... She got two verses on the album, and she did a good job on both of them, but okay. the one serious song, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, Meg, oh, I'm, I'm interested. Meg did her thing. Um, I do get why people say she says way too much in her verses, because in on that beat it was like okay you rap 20 words in a bar like a half a bar actually (laughs) it's like okay
0: honestly I'll take that from Meg because I look look at those fucking whatever those foreign words are on Twitter and then people voice nerd opinion about shit I speak English I don't know what that means
1: Swahili before what's your opinion what do you think Okay,
0: well I speak English i don't know what the fuck that shit means but it was something about that somebody talking about how kodak black was lyrical and then blueface is screaming that he's the best lyricist so if those people can hold the (laughs) crown then megan can say whatever the fuck she wants to say fast as hell and whatever verse because at least she's still actually rapping yeah i don't Um, know what the fuck else is going on nowadays he
1: had a it's a song on there with the baby and um
0: how was that how did the baby do
1: it's basically <laughs> how did the baby it's do basically a baby song like when you hear the beat immediately somebody was just saying that beat.
0: like you like he takes over in a way no he just
1: records on a lot of similar beats
0: he does but no somebody not take over but somebody saying like once you heard the baby song you've heard all the da baby songs pretty much yeah. okay
1: yeah um it's a couple like nice old school like samples and shit like some real nice hustle type music mm. in there as well so yeah it's like production wise he got the couple track trap shits um we got a song on there Gucci that's all right um yeah. it's all it's listening to it i had to make myself like listen and not skip and shit like that because you know with chance it's like chance like you know what you're getting and it's a real that whole good guy my wife and kid like love is there that's that's the vibe the whole fucking album pretty much like yeah i mean
0: but i'm not even the crazy thing about it is that that we can take that approach to his album when all the rest of the albums is like they are probably in the same situation and place in their lives, i.e. being married with kids, and you wouldn't be able to tell listening to the music. So it's just like, it's crazy what's normal, like what's normal, what's normalized in our culture. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Because like anybody else is like, oh my God, like, yeah, I it's mean, normal for y'all to be talking about ratchetry and it bullshit. It wasn't... Your cup of tea. No.
1: I mean, the songs that I liked, I like. But um, for what it was... Marketing is very important. What it was marketed as, like his debut album and shit, which is bullshit because we've been listening to you for the last like seven fucking years. So. That's true. Yeah. So, um, debut album, nah. But just like a regular album, yeah, it's pretty good.
0: What is the... What would you say is, like, playback potential? Does um, it have any, uh...
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like anything else. You go back and you get what you want out of that. Well, the
0: reason but, I said that, because there's some stuff that, like, I'll listen to it and I won't return. So that's why I asked.
1: Um, I'm not listening to the whole album.
0: Well, no, no, again, no. But it's, but, song, it's songs worth to <laughs> yeah, go definitely. back. Yeah, Okay. Definitely.
1: You got some shit you might hear on the radio in a minute.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Um... Big Sean. Um,
0: oh yeah, what's how you feeling about that?
1: Look, this the single again record wasn't it for me at all, and a
0: lot of people like it, so I guess it's it's us.
1: I mean, it's more so the the anticipation, like when you hear that somebody is putting out new music, and then they come with that, it's like, well, you could have kept that. Like that could have just been like album material. I don't see that being a single. Hopefully not. Like I can't hear that. Well, yeah, I can't hear that on the radio. But I don't listen to the radio, so that's good. But yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't for me.
0: Yeah, I I I found myself listening to it and trying to enjoy it. Yeah,
1: those are the worst songs ever.
0: Yeah, I put myself (laughs) like, okay, like bring me back in, Sean. And it's just like, nah. I understand the subtle flicks of doing a single game record with your, um, your ex that you destroyed <laughs> on the track. Kudos to you. It's a city boy summer, I suppose. That's laced with sarcasm if it's not reading. <laughs> but I mean, it's one of those things like anything else like. Okay, cool song. But so many people was like, Oh yeah, Sean, this is my life. It's just like, <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I hope not.
1: Um, yeah. Um, of course the freestyle or whatever he put out, that was him doing what he does. Like, nothing more to say there. Um The Drake and Rick Ross record, Gold Roses. Um anytime you get Aubrey with pianos in the background, like, that's gonna be something good. That hook is fucking horrible. Really? That hook is disgusting.
0: Really? Like, I don't mind it. I don't. It just—it's actually playing in my head right now. I listened to that song one time. Well, yeah, so it has like a catchy thing. Like, I'm like, it's all I can hear right now is Drake's so "You Made Me This Way." Yeah, it's just, it, right. It, I, I listened to the song it,
1: one time. It's a Drake hook, but it, <laughs> de- it don't really fit the song. It doesn't because well,
0: song. It to me, not so much. It it came like I got what it was, what it was about, or what I think it was about. I didn't get it into the course, and then Rick's first verse, because it sound like my flowers. Like I'm not getting my flowers from the course in Rick's first verse when you're talking about like. Not getting a Grammy and being nominated and like you know what I'm saying like his position in the rap game like that sound that part made sense. Right. But when I first heard Arby's verse, I'm like, what are we talking about? But the first like the chorus with Rick's verse, it made it, it make sense. And I was like, oh okay, He's talking about getting your flowers, which has been a theme right lately <laughs> for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, I think I think um, Drake is kind of like in that uh, that weekend mode. As far as features, where if you let him go first, he determines like the tone of the song, and it you might not so. make
0: sense. See, I actually appre- I think he's become one of those rappers like he just feel like he's so elite, so he could just give you a verse and it don't have to make sense or but go yeah, with the song. That's,
1: that's what I mean. Like when we when uh Weekend was doing all those guest features or whatever, like he would always have the first verse. And
0: I was just listening to Or yesterday. Right, he, but it's on that actually went with the song.
1: <laughs> for the most part yeah but when the artist whose song it actually is comes on it's like okay it's a little different
0: but i think rappers do that more so than like you like r&b is the only time ty- or a well, any other thing but rap <laughs> it's the only type of music where it's any kind of cohesion rappers that in general you will have a course, they will have a course that is a love song and then the verses are talking about popping pills and fucking bitches and you're just like what like this has nothing to do with the course or the title of the song. It's just like they just make a course and then write verses to it, yeah. the beat. Like it has nothing to do with the actual song. They just write courses like verses to the beat. Yeah. So it's just kind of like that's very common. I feel like with rap, like mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, oh, this is this is not what I expected. Like with R&B, which is more of my favorite genre, I'll pick, I can pick a song based off the title and like, oh, I might like this. You can't do that no with rap. Because it might not be they're going to flip them verses. You're going to be like, what, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I have no idea. So, <laughs> that doesn't help, But I like the Gold Rosa song. Um, I'm a huge fan of Ross. I like the... That is definitely, I feel like, his bag. Like, that kind of slow riding, cruising luxury rap kind of sound like i i like the fact that he did something that most people don't do anymore the concept of like you have a feature especially a big name feature somebody like aubrey like don't go to tie dollar signs route and let them take over your song give me two verses he gave me two verses i appreciated that like okay got drake got him out the way he's on the course too so we feeling that same vibe but i'm getting ross back to back and I appreciated that because it was just like, Aubrey could take over your track. Yeah. So um, I definitely thought that was, you know, speaking to the goat that he is. He knows better.
1: Yeah, I'm glad he got his uh, old EQ back. He sounded a lot better. Yeah. Like, I like the more uh, raspy sounding Rick Ross. I, I
0: Like, honestly, like, I'm a stand for Rick Ross. Like, Port of Miami... I know that album from beginning to end on some, like, weird shit. Like, that's my shit. So, like, part of Miami, too, I feel extremely connected to it. And the album drops on my birthday. <laughs> I think he did it on purpose.
1: Yeah. E40's um, uh, album was decent. Um, he showed Detroit a lot of love.
0: Oh, did so he? I didn't listen to that. I didn't even know he came out with an album. Do you have a single?
1: Yes, he has a single with... Uh, Rick Ross, Chris Brown, and Jeremiah. It's oh,
0: that is a cheat code. Is it good? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, that's a cheat code.
1: Um, I think it's called uh, One Question.
0: It's you said Chris Brown, Rick, and who?
1: Um, Jeremiah.
0: Cheat code. It's not like a DJ Khaled song. Mm, a little bit better. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because that nigga love putting like three singers on a song together, and you like that just seems so much unnecessary. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. A lot of collusions. Uh uh-huh. Willow's album dropped. Um I didn't check that out. I did. I did. Definitely some songs on there that I added to my playlist. Uh like I said, I I'm I kind of like that she falls into the more probably more alternative than R&B, but kind of in that lane of like it's very melodic. Her album gave me oh, hopefully I don't get slammed for this. But it gave me what Solange was trying to do with more sense. Like, it's like a little bit more cohesion and flow into it. But it's that same melodic sound where you're like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. But she's eccentric. Like, her music is definitely, like, an extension of her. Yeah. So I definitely got that vibe from it. But it was good. I had, like I said, I added a couple songs back to my playlist, so that was good.
1: Yeah, a lot of other people dropped some singles and stuff like that, but y'all, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, I don't. don't I feel like it was a lot of shit. It was just
1: wasn't that important. Um, a lot of music. Yeah, thank you guys for giving us something to listen to. Yeah, for
0: sure. It's getting a little dry out there, brother. All yeah, I'm right. listening to a sad amount R and B, especially music. I mean, not music, sorry, TV. I've been watching, um, well, unintentionally, started watching a show called Younger on Hulu. And it was actually because the other day I fell asleep high watching Rick and Morty and, um, for, on Hulu, for whatever reason. It's not like Netflix where they check in on you. hulu just keeps playing forever like it'll just go from one show to the next and so when i woke up the next morning it was on like the third season of younger and i've been watching it continuously ever since like i woke up yesterday probably at like 11 i was watching until i went to sleep and i was still watching it today like that's all i've been doing like i'm on season like five (laughs) i think it's only like six seasons and then i'll go back and watch the first two because i was asleep through those but it's good though It's a really good show It has really good rating. I mean ratings and reviews Are all positive And it's been on since 2015 I remember wanting to check it out And just being like Nah yeah, Just not really being attentive to it Cause I'm bad at watching TV Like as, Even as someone with like No life And no friends Just like that I would literally Sit at home And not even turn my TV on Just be on my phone And like be off and on sleep I do that a lot Like I have to And be intentional About watching TV and so uh, I made a point mostly because I like enjoy Rick and Morty stoned to watch that. And it turned into me binge watching younger for the past two days. So, it yeah. it's a good show. Good um, show.
1: I don't know, TV. Um, I finished um, Into the Badlands. Uh, what is that? It's um, a show on AMC. It's more, uh, I want to say it's like older. But it's I guess it's post apocalyptic where um you have like these barons that uh control everything in their little, little district and shit like that and they fight for territory and shit like that. It's a pretty decent show. Like if you watch the first the first like fifteen minutes of the show is like what hooks you. And then okay. you just it's a, like an awesome action scene. The guy, uh, Sonny, is like, the Asian guy, Sonny, is like a badass. And yeah, it's basically around, you know, the story is around him. So, finished watching that. Um, I've been watching a lot of Netflix movies. Uh, Point Blank was.
0: Oh, I watched that too.
1: Decent. Um, I wish they stopped casting Anthony Mackey for Everything Black. But
0: uh, I wish I could know who that was. I'm about to Google because I can't. I watched the movie, but I cannot remember. Your brand new Captain America. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. All you had to do was hit with "papa dog," would have got it. <laughs>
1: um, I also watched the Spy Who Dumped Me because I love Mila Kunis. And oh, I, I watched that. I can. I watched that a while was, ago. That shit was hilarious.
0: Yeah, that was funny. I also um, I watched What If um i also watched charmed the full reboot on netflix and i also caught up on euphoria which is a good show uh that's on hbo and i'm still behind on big little eyes but that's a really good show ensemble cast if you're into that sort of thing it's definitely worth checking out um that was two.
1: I'm almost done with the uh, Bob Lazar documentary about uh, Area 51. Oh
0: um, yeah, also watched the uh, Great Hack yeah, documentary got, as well. I haven't got to that yet. Which is it's creepy. Like yeah, I, most I, things.
1: I, I, I wouldn't
0: think so. Yeah, It's pretty, true. Pretty fucking creepy. Yes, yes it's very <laughs> it's very much true, which makes it creepy because it's like, oh shit, we are all being manipulated. Well, not me because I'm not one of those in between people, but all you in betweeners, they're fucking with y'all for sure. <laughs> The easy it's pretty much like we're manipulating all the people that's easily manipulated. And the fuck the thing about it is that you don't even know that you're being manipulated because you're so fucking easy to be manipulated. So
1: shout out to y'all <laughs>
0: for being flaky.
1: Yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of I
0: don't know, just been on
1: YouTube watching, you know, little bullshit. Trying to improve my craft and shit like that. So yeah. And that's about it we're gonna um transition into six at world and what's
0: going on in the world today
1: uh, uh, one of my most uh the story i found the f- most funny this week is uh forever twenty one so this week forever twenty one was i don't say, i don't wanna say it was caught or was just uh, lambasted for sending out Atkins diet bars with all of their plus-size um, shipping orders. Yeah. Now, with my terrible, terrible sense of humor, I found that shit hilarious.
0: Of course you did at 5, 6, 120 pounds.
1: Relax. But the human in me is like, how can people get away with shit like that? Like that is the most fucked up fat shaming, and body shaming and shit in the world. Like how can a, a company who for so long like tried to prevent from having a fucking plus side section to so now you're actually ridicul- ridiculing the people who are using your plus side section. Like just be look, i know people have certain stigmas and shit like that just because you order from the plus size section don't mean you need to go on a diet okay it's a lot of fit extra large people out here all right It's calm down like but for them to get away with it and then you know come up with a little fuck ass apology like i don't know what's wrong with these companies between them and h&m and shit like we just let them basically get away with murder.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, it's the culture right now. The culture is that you can say and do whatever the fuck you want to. And then if people feel any kind of way, it's just like, oh, well, the reason I say it is cause we live in a time right now. I don't know if it's this presidency. I don't know if it was the fucking hacked hack from the fucking Cambridge or whatever, <laughs> Cambridge Analytica, <laughs> whatever it is, These is, we're in this kind of cultural environment and time where you can be hateful and privileged and discriminatory and you can be it loud and you can kind of do what you want because the majority or the masses are just going to kind of, be like, okay, we're in a time where before you if you had little discriminatory things or you felt the kind of way you used to like kind of like try to hide it and scour and things like that, but we're just not in that time now as people are loud and proud like, oh well, I mean how are they gonna be mad about they are fat are they gonna be mad about free snacks. I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> um I'm just saying that's what that's what somebody said. So it's just like that's the time period we like it it would feel like once upon a time and I could be wrong I feel like once upon a time there was some kind of like unity among the disenfranchised but there just isn't now it's just I'm just happy it's not us so if they're ridiculing fat people the black people are just like I'm just glad it's not us if they're really killing trans people and gay people, everyone else in the minority group is just like, I'm just glad it's not us. If we're really killing the Muslims or the Mexicans, I'm just glad it's not us, the gays, the fats, the women, the men, the minority, the, the, the men and everybody else. I'm just glad it's not us. It's, and that's really what it is. Because you see it so often, especially, and I come on this podcast almost weekly and talk about how black men hate black women but it's just not it's just not them they're not they're not they're not winning in that regard because it's everybody but that is why it's so quick and easy for them to throw us under the bus when anything happens because they're just like oh you know it's so hard to be a black man and it's like oh now the intention is on black women yes fuck it fuck them bitches i'm just so glad it's not us so that's the environment and times we live in. There's no unity against the disenfranchised and the unprivileged. It's just like, whoo, we dodged the bullet with that when they focusing on somebody else. So this time it was the fat people. So all the skinny people of all races and sexual orientations and everything can get together and be like, but you guys are fat. Glad it's not us.
1: Look, at my name, the I don't know anybody that is overweight that enjoys diet bars. So that is fucking ridiculous in the Zion first place. bars are pretty
0: good. <laughs> like, that's
1: ridiculous in the first place. But <clears throat> they're claiming that those uh, Atkins bars are part of a program. They have third-party freebies that they send with all online orders. And everybody got a Atkins bar. It's like, okay. Like, that's still not. Like, you still should have some kind of force, like, to see that that was not going to end in a great way like, you really i just
0: feel like it's so many other things to send like be like a other company send some lashes or some <laughs> some makeup wipes and some brushes or a blender sponge like I mean, just, like, they like y'all actually peanuts. sell that shit in the store like, like y'all no don't like send yet. food why are you sending food in the fucking mail with clothes that shit's weird now it's chocolate on my shirt bitch just send something <laughs> regular it's a it's for forever twenty one. They sell that kind of stuff in there. So why don't you include some beauty items? That is true. That makes way more motherfucking sense. You know what I'm saying? Like food? Uh, Atkins bar? Why are y'all partner with Atkins? Forever 21's clothes already runs fucking small. Mm, yeah. So maybe that's the incentive of oh well if you eat this maybe next time baby girl you'll order from the regular side.
1: Can go to the store and buy our clothes. You can order box. from the regular side. Yeah. Um so Yeah. Companies are definitely uh into some fuck shit. We're just gonna leave it at that. Like it's it's been going on like all year. I we've literally read like three three or four stories like where some fuck shit has happened from a company. A clothing company. So yeah, just be careful where you spend your dollars at
0: Oh sorry Light Skin Keisha album I mean project I don't know if that more makes sense but Her shit actually dropped too And it's actually some fire on there She was in her bag for sure If you want to add to your um, You know Hot Girls Summer Or City Girls Summer Active Season Is definitely a nice addition to that I just remembered
1: I don't think I've heard a Light Skin Keisha song
0: You haven't? You don't never heard so. Rod Good before? I don't think so You probably have yeah, you actually know what? You don't go nowhere or party with black people. So you probably never heard. It.
1: Those are both lies.
0: Um, Facts.
1: Meek Mill had a great week this week.
0: Oh yes, yes, yes. His um case.
1: Yeah, he got his um case dismissed. I I dude, this shit is from like 2008. Like that's crazy. Um, he's now off parole or oh, probation. Yes.
0: Um, Yeah. He's just a regular person again.
1: regular citizen. Um, He's getting a new trial with a new judge. Um, Yeah. So that's definitely a good look. You know, freedom is very important, especially nowadays where they're constantly trying to take our freedom away from us. So having freedom, being, you know, free to go around and do whatever you please without no harassment is a wonderful feeling. And he also... um, has his own label now oh yes dream chasers the record label um in conjunction with rock nation and jay-z um yeah that's a it's a big move i'm interested to see uh the type of acts he's going to bring in i don't think he's in a position to um be on his own label because he's a major label act, I don't think he's in a position to do that. But
0: so, um, so with Tim signing with Dream Traces, is he no longer associated with MMG.
1: No, that's just a, a click. clique. MMG has always just been a click. Oh, huh. they've never been signed to huh. the same label.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: I, I would, thought so. Wale was like with, um, I want to say, no, Rick Ross was like with Jeff Def Jam for a minute, and now he on Epic. Yeah, it's a. It's a lot of moving parts, but. Okay. Yeah. So that's. Just, okay. So Maybach
0: Music is really just a.
1: Yeah. They've never actually been on the same label.
0: That makes sense because it only says Maybach Music when Rick Cross raps. <laughs> so <laughs> it makes a lot now. of sense. Yeah. Now,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a good look for me. Um, yeah. Ownership. Like now nah, he can. He has freedom to go do what he wants to do with artists. And um, even from his days of. uh. Trying to put a little Snoop on like Yeah. Who was that? He was uh an up and coming rapper that got killed.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. He's nice too. Um Yeah. So I'm excited to see what his uh Eye and Ear Fatality produce. For sure. And now I'm going to kick it over to K C for our last story in Six Sad World.
0: Oh well I don't even know if I'm <laughs> qualified for this. <laughs> um just <laughs> had nothing to do with six type world okay so um main story or whatever uh i'm only gonna touch on this briefly just because we are gonna expand on some of these topics and ideologies for the main topic later on in the show but this week um see this is why i don't do these shows because i don't even know this nigga name but um Leela roshone's husband was cheating on her with nikki murphy what sunshine a- Sunshine. Yeah. Oh, right. Sunshine. Right. Yeah. Sunshine. Or uh shit, figure out her name waiting to excel. What
1: you raggedy bitch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean that was that was it. But anyways. So, anyways. <laughs> Nikki Murphy was caught kissing Antoine Fouquet? Something like that? Yes. Um, on in a on a vacay I think they were in Lee Lee or Some sexy. <laughs> Um they were making out and shit on vacation and they got caught. You know, I don't know if they got caught because they weren't hiding clearly. <laughs> so they really weren't getting get caught doing shit. They weren't hiding. They were just sitting there posing for pictures, making out. And uh everyone found out that he was very 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 married. First Nikki Murphy released a statement and said that it was a family kiss. I've never kissed any of my family. That's gross. Yeah, that's um, wild. They were making out multiple, Making out on multiple occasions Sitting down, standing up They gave you a variety of shots <laughs> And um, it was plastered everywhere And all these things Shortly after Leela Rashawn deleted All of her social media accounts And I don't think she has yet to speak On this matter at all Her or her husband They have two children together As well and they've been married For 20 years I believe So Nikki Murphy You might know her from being married to Eddie Murphy For a minute They have five kids together Um, She also was directly connected To Michael Strahan I think they were engaged Or they might have just been dating for a certain amount of years And now she is very much single And on the prowl for everyone's nigga (laughs) (laughs) Um, So
1: That's a crazy explanation But uh Yeah
0: right. so, what are, what are your thoughts about... Uh, it's not no fucking family kiss.
1: Just call it spade a spade. Just say what it is. Like, hey, we was out here on some, you know, not so down low type shit. And you know, they
0: weren't trying to hide a thing.
1: Y'all caught a flick. And, yeah, it is what it is. Like, shit. I kissed a nigga. Like, it is what it is.
0: I mean, if you see, they've been very close... She said they were family friends. I don't think anybody else was friends but them. They are seen everywhere together. Nobody else in the family. Nobody else in the family is friends but them.
1: Is she not friends with the kids?
0: No, no, she's not. She's not. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, Of course, a lot of things branched off. From this uh, story, yeah, but
1: we we we'll talk about that later. Oh but, no, we can yeah.
0: expand on some of it because yeah. I don't really necessarily want to talk about them later. We're just gonna talk about some of the ideologies behind Y'all it. Y'all
1: niggas is crazy.
0: So most of the men of the world, black <laughs> men, as you know, destroying black women, like I said earlier, yeah. decided that it was okay for him to cheat because his wife gained some weight. That is what happened. She was this beautiful, skinny. Bombshell in the nineties and eventually at fifty. <laughs> five.
1: Wait, 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 Hold on. There's more to that.
0: Okay, yeah. She had they had two children. Were they twins? Or did uh, she have one at a time?
1: No, nah, she had one at a time. Okay, I
0: don't know why. That's the thing. It's so much conflicting bullshit out. Okay, so she had two kids. The first time they got pregnant, she actually lost their child. Um, I think she was like six months or something like that pregnant yeah. and she lost the baby still um stillborn. yeah she was still stillborn baby or whatever like that her act, i think she her she had her water broke when she were on set working um at one point and they lost their first child um i think it was also a thyroid issue in there as well yeah. something that a lot of women black women suffer from
1: which causes weight gain
0: which also causes weight gain. And that's another part of the story that I'm going to tackle. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, yeah. All these things happened. Eventually, they did have their kids. She had uh, two children. Um, I think the youngest is about 15. And they've been married since the, like, mid-90s? Mid-90s? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Since the 90s. So, yes. Yes, since, like, 90. Yeah, they've been married for 20 years. And they've been married since, like, 98 or something like that. 97 or some weird, bizarre fucking shit like that. So, lovely. <laughs> and if you don't know who the fuck he is, he directed Training Day. And I don't know what else. Training Day. That is the movie where Denzel was evil.
1: <laughs> I like your tone
0: already. Oh, yes. <laughs> I am a psychrostic mastermind. But anyway, so yes, that uh, all, all those great things happen. And so all the black men around the world decide to justify him fucking around with his wife because, you know, she's fat and Nikki Murphy is beautiful and skinny.
1: That one post that kept getting reposted is like insane. What? It was it was about the weight game, but uh yeah, I don't know what I forget what it is for verbatim, but yeah, that's
0: not. We'll talk about it later. Anyways, <laughs> and I also had this conversation with some men. <laughs> And we're saying, you know, you can't gain weight and expect your man to stay, attraction, all of these things like that. First of all, let me introduce you to something that's called a divorce. And you can get one when you are unhappy. So, Boy, just, you can just leave. Um, secondly, is you took vows for better or for worse. That's and
1: so superficial.
0: It, I mean, but men are. That's exactly what that was. That was the... Because... Uh, that was also the um, excuse that I saw a lot. It was like, you know, men are extremely visual. Okay. So i mean you knew it was like and he is like he kept himself in shape with thought what made her think she had the right to gain weight or or age <laughs> all right and turn 50 you know so you don't know he probably talked to her about it a, a, a thousand times and she didn't do anything about it even though she was i don't know raising her children or whatever <laughs> um
1: all right hold on hold on are we, too excited I Still didn't even do anything. Anxiety. I'm I, just
0: saying, even though she was raising her children, she should have had her fat ass in the gym. That's what all the men want us to say. Trying to keep her husband. It even sounds ridiculous saying it out loud. Work out, fat bitch, or your husband's going to make out with Nikki Murphy. And
1: uh, Lisa Ray.
0: And <laughs> and she is, this, this is actually Nikki's Murphy's MO because she <laughs> likes other other bitches niggas. <laughs> that is her choice.
1: Yeah, so Lisa Ray, who is um, you know, in that same, I guess, category as Nicole Murphy as far as being, you know, older and spectacular looking. She said the same thing. Like, yeah, that's 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 what that bitch did. Right.
0: You know what? that's, been, that's a good point. And I, I honestly I was thinking about that the whole time. Everybody's like, Oh, well, she's fat. I'm like, niggas cheated on Halle Berry and Beyonce. And a, a host of other beautiful women with gray bodies. So that's a ridiculous notion. And nothing is going to, you can't make anybody cheat, fat or not. Uh, it's just like, you're just a cheater. So that part. <laughs> but so, you know, all the men around the world was saying, well, you know, defending this nigga, I'm sorry, defending and. Antoine Antoine I don't know Whatever the name For Okay <laughs> Defending him <laughs> For fucking around On his wife And everything like that Negating the fact That he is also married And took vows To do not to do Just that <laughs> You know Protect and Serve Remember it's the military Alright Anyways yeah. That's the story
1: There yeah, we're uh, We're gonna touch on that Niggas soon.
0: was defending The bullshit Because she was fat and we can go on to a whole host of other things. Like I said, I got into it with some people about this. Not I got into it because I don't really argue with niggas or people in general. But it was like, oh, well, you know, if she gained weight, she let herself go. If um, she has two kids and Nikki Murphy has five and look at her. It's just such a larger skill. So much hate speech going on. And we can go back to fat shaming. It's kind of the same thing. It's just like oh, you're fat, you're unhealthy, I'm not going to let my maid be unhealthy and all the diseases that happened from being overweight. It's just so many people that are skinny and died from cancer. Wow. Are only the fat people sick? Crazy. They're not. That, that was rhetorical and obviously ridiculous assumption that only fat people get disease. <laughs> So, that's a whole other line of rhetoric of, you know, the health industry and how fat people are unhealthy and they don't work out, which is a lot of fat people that work out and just are just fat. And it's so many things that go into that. It's not just calories in and calories out. Can't just tell somebody to watch what they eat and go for a walk. It's just like some people gain weight and then your metabolism slows down. And then some, you know, body types, because you will have people that will never gain weight. They'll be 65. Actually, no, they'll be 95 skinny as shit with nothing but a belly because their metabolism slowed down because they are classic ectomorphs. And you niggas that fake no fitness (laughs) negate all of these facts about hormones and all of the things that make people gain weight and why, of course, Nikki Murphy can look like that after five kids because she's naturally skinny. She was a model. Old girl was not. Obviously, she's probably endomorph. They gain weight easily for the dumbasses in the back.
1: All right, let's, so let's just get with the shit. I'm just saying.
0: That's, that's it. it. That's all that's all. I'm i I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I'm, done. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's just so many other things that go into it. I mean I was of people like, well, she should have just worked out. <laughs> okay.
1: And this is what I'm noticing from a lot of the social media commentary. Or ectomorph comment- speaking. Or the commentators is that
0: I'm a mesomorph person. My nigga, I know an
1: ectomorph. Come down. But a lot of times I was time, letting everybody else know. Yeah, they know.
0: They know they might not know the body type. I'm trying to educate niggas. Skinny. Huh? Ex- okay, yes, exactly. <laughs> Me, I'm a mesomorph. He's an ectomorph. He can eat all day. We can eat the same thing all day. I will look like an air balloon. He will still look the same.
1: A lot of the people who make comments on social media aren't really in a position Educated. to make comments. Yes. If we're talking about superficial shit, because a lot of y'all niggas look real... Uh,
0: Smoked out. That is trash. the thing with niggas nowadays. Y'all look like crackheads. Dusty. It's like a film. Like a gross sister's <laughs> film that is over you niggas that do a lot of drugs. It's
1: about the, the gray ass.
0: Yeah, it's like a yeah. like a misty, yeah, like yeah. not cleanly thing. That takes place over right. the niggas. you know,
1: so people who don't wash their face yes. or brush their teeth. A lot, of you, a
0: lot of you niggas. And y'all don't go to the dentist because that layer of plaque actually can get removed.
1: And that don't, uh, you know, still holding on to that hairline and shit like that. Like,
0: And why y'all niggas missing teeth on the side?
1: A lot of people who aren't really taking care of their hair, you know, they don't look like they're washing on a regular basis. They don't, you know... Their background is a little funky looking. Like, those are normally the people who make comments on social media. So, we have to kind of, you know, filter out some of the shit. Because you ain't you ain't really, you know, up to par. You can't really be talking shit. Like, calm down. But we all do it. Not, you know, not excluding me. You know, we all do it. But yes. it's just like, you know, when you see the popular retweet and then you go to their profile and it's like oh, okay <laughs> no matter what it is really it's just like oh okay why are you talking shit but <clears throat> as being superficial as to the whole superficial issue um that's it for uh, 6 Ad world. um if you have any questions for us because we don't have emails this week so if you want to email us you can do so at you can do so by emailing us <laughs> at Ask William podcast, podcast at, at gmail dot com.
0: That's the number two, like the unison.
1: I mean, that was you. I was just taking your line. Um,
0: Clearly, you do that a lot. <laughs>
1: We're gonna get into <laughs> our topic for this week, um, our next argue topic. So, Casey, take it away.
0: Oh, I thought like we skipped. Sh- okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay so Stemming from The topic of Nikki Murphy Murphy nerdy mm-hmm. Nikki Murphy's bo- Bird ass And um Anthony I call this nigga Anthony Antoine I don't know his name <laughs> That nigga My man Fakwa Mr. Fakwa Okay Fuck nigga Mr. Fuck nigga Um Him And the whole Lila Rochon story So When I commented on one of these posts that I read about the story, um, this guy, actually, let me see if I have it. (laughs) I would love to share it with you all. I don't
1: understand why you comment on stuff. You know you don't like people. Stop commenting on stuff. I don't
0: like people. And And you don't respect people's
1: opinions. So
0: just stop commenting on stuff. If you make sense, I respect it. It's just that people are dumb. They're really dumb, really fucking dumb. But anyways, I'm gonna read it. So I'm gonna. It was a first part, first post, and then it was an elaboration on set post, and I'm gonna read both for the sake of this. Ladies, you can't just up and decide. It's okay to be 80 to 150 pounds heavier than the dude you're talking to, and expect him to stay faithful when you weren't that wait, big wait, wait, when y'all on. met. Hold
1: on, wait, what? That is the
0: preference. What do you think? Know? <laughs> we know thickums. Well, because if anybody is lighter than you, they're malnourished. <laughs> but anyways, ladies, you can't just get uh, just up and decide it's okay to be 80 to 150 pounds heavier than a dude you're talking to and expect him to stay faithful when you weren't that big when y'all met, especially if he's trying to get you to slap on the Fitbit. Okay. And then... That's just a watch. I don't know. It said, Lila Rochon, cough, cough. Not that it's justified, but whether it's wrong, it's definitely debatable. What y'all think about the whole Aunt Antoine? be his name is Antoine. <laughs> oh, is. Okay, sorry. It's all the same. Antoine on a cold situation. Won't lie. I'd be asking for an open relationship or a divorce. It might be shallow and terrible. Would you rather a dude spare your feelings and slide on you in the dark not fair for my man's to keep himself up extremely well to be 53 and their kids are 15 plus so there's no real excuse for this what that (laughs) is the overwhelming perspective on said situation and my comment do I even want to try to find it? I'll just try to remember it. I said, what about unconditional love? That is actually the topic, people, not these birds. The topic is unconditional love. Is that a foreign concept? So I said, what about, what happened to unconditional love? What happened to for better or for worse? And the idea of attraction was the retort. You can't help who you are attracted to and everything like that. But I really feel like it depends on the person. Like, Yes, you can't help who uh, you are attracted to, but some people are just more shallow than others. I grew up in an environment, which I probably know because, I mean, we talk about ourselves a lot on this show. And my parents were married. My mom was sick, whatever, but her weight fluctuated. Like, she was a bigger woman for most most of her life, and then she lost weight, whatever. And I remember talking to my dad because I was a big bitch at one point in my life, and I eventually lost some like weight that. or whatever. And I became a mini big bitch, and then I lost weight again, and I'm like more just thick. You know, whatever. <laughs> so, but what What? anyway so (laughs) shut up nigga anyway so i was talking to my dad about you know just like loving he was just like i you know like i was like first of all he didn't even bring like i took vows he was like your mother was beautiful to me no matter what because she was beautiful to me i loved her like she was small when she met when we met And then between her birthing my three children and being sick, she gained weight and then she lost weight. And I loved her regardless because I was in love with her. (laughs) And we built a life together. That was my wife and for better or for worse, and I took vows and I uphold those vows. And actually he didn't, I'm adding that he didn't even say that. He just said that she was always beautiful to me no matter what I've, So I know it's possible, is what I say for you bird niggas in the back. Um, I'm not going to romanticize this shit, because I know it's common for niggas to just be trash bags, as y'all know. I know. I'm on to you, niggas. But it's not this crazy idea. And I think it's because niggas feel I was, I'm sorry men feel a certain way about certain things like oh well I would never do this because I actually had this conversation with some guys at my job because I was actually arguing well I was going back and forth with people on social media about it and then I showed them in it, and I asked their opinion on it It was like oh yeah no like you gain weight I'm definitely getting the fuck on you know what I'm saying like I can't stay I wouldn't be attracted to you I would leave duh, 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 duh. that is a common thing my issue is that Instead of men just saying that this is how I think and I'm not the person, I don't have the strength, the confidence, the ability, the maturity, the willpower, the love, the devotion. I don't have any of those necessary things to stay. And let instead of just calling a spade a spade and saying, I'm a bitch-ass nigga, they're just like, oh, anybody would be like, fuck this fat bitch. Let me go get a skinny girl and pick her up and fuck on the counter. Or whatever the case is, whatever the fuck it may be, that's the justification. Instead, they're just like, that's what, <laughs> that's what everybody would want to do it's not just me that's no it's just like they were saying it like this is a fact who the fuck would stay and it's just like our generation is so fucked <laughs> it's just like you niggas don't need to get married realistically because i want to know what the fuck for better or for worse means like for better or for worse means that like okay if you win an extra two weeks without getting a fill in i guess i'll be all right Or if you decided that, you know, today you didn't lay your edges down, I would be alright. But God forbid you get cancer or some shit, because that shit is expensive and I'm leaving. God forbid you gain a little weight and it took you more (laughs) than six months to get that baby weight off because I'm getting the fuck on. This guy literally said, we have kids and my wife gained weight by that baby's first birthday. She should be back to her size. She was before the baby. That nigga's stupid. That's what he said. (laughs) That's what he said.
1: That nigga's an idiot.
0: I'm just saying. So it's like he's it like we're gonna take pictures and stuff at the birthday party, so by the first birthday, she need to be back at optimal.
1: But see, that be those are the type of men that
0: It's the majority of men though.
1: Give certain men a bad rap because you can't have that that thought pattern with anybody. Like you Life is a variable. Like nothing is like nothing lasts forever. Beauty doesn't last forever. Your weight, you hormones. Know you
0: don't lose weight as fast when you older. You don't
1: like none of that shit lasts.
0: Hormones like, imbalance, all type of shit, and body types. Again, for the umpteenth time.
1: Yeah, but um, to for unconditional love, I don't believe that is Really An overwhelming thing in today's society.
0: I don't think it can thrive in this society because it can
1: thrive, but it's not common to to see.
0: But the reason I said I feel like it cannot thrive is because we're officially moving away from their scenario and more into the actual fucking topic. Um I don't think it can thrive in this society because so much of our generation and Everything is based upon social media, and social media is based upon appearances. And people are so caught up with looking a certain way and being perceived a certain way that it wouldn't even matter. I wholeheartedly believe if there was a man that was just like, I really do still love my wife, I don't care that she gained this weight, I would still knock the fucking. Mario coins out her pussy. Regardless, he can be on social media, and it will still make him feel a way about his wife or about his girl, because maybe either he's looking at the comments from other men, or because he's looking at all these fucking Instagram. I'm like, well, shit. I can go get me a bitch that is sucked and tucked and look like a bad bitch instead of being with this my high school sweetheart. That I knocked her five kids and now her stomach won't go back flat flat and she can't, I don't know, put a bikini on no more and I don't know.
1: You are on the road today.
0: I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> saying like I see. Um. Yeah, man. I
1: think, well, one reason why I don't go to weddings is because I don't like the, the pageantry of seeing people go out there and make false promises. Like,
0: that most of them promises are definitely fucking false
1: Like so you know in theory It's beautiful and you Hope that it will succeed And everything like that but People aren't really That reliable When it comes to making Like vows like that's supposed to be Something that's lifelong
0: But that's one thing
1: Like that's a lifelong commitment And it yeah. says it in the fucking vows Like that's lifelong for better or worse richer or poor Like whatever When you make that step When you make that step Like That's it That's the person You're gonna be with Forever It should be Just because of the words But People constantly Go up there And say those words And don't fucking mean it Go ahead You lucky Well
0: cause I didn't want to forget You know how my memory is So I was trying to remember I wrote down notes Okay Alright Um <laughs> okay the point that I was trying to make or I was going to make to uh piggyback off kind of what Hendrix was saying we used to use that a lot we don't use it as much anyway anyways to piggyback off what Hendrix was saying I think that it's actually like the time <laughs> that we're in and not in a bad way because when I was talking to somebody about unconditional love and I was like well, what happened to unconditional love and the idea that you would stay. I think that first of all, I do think that a version or a facet of unconditional love is realistic. I think that you can realistically, unconditionally love someone, but (laughs) but that doesn't mean that you want to stay. I can love you and know that I deserve better. Like, let's say that Lila Bush, whatever. Let's say actually, you know what? I thought I was stepping right from them. So let's say, you know what I'm saying? little Kiki baby daddy cheated on her. They was together. And she was madly fucking in love with him. Still love him. Love him past his fault. Still love the person that he is. Still love the history that they have. Still love that. You know what I'm saying? He gave her this beautiful child and this, this gift. Can love all of these things about this person. But You cheated on me. So now I feel like, in my personal opinion, it becomes less of a love issue and more of a respect issue. So with you not respecting me, I can decide that even though I love you, I cannot stay. And you cannot stay and you can forgive with no love lost, in my opinion, Now, I'm not saying you can't fall in love with somebody, but I'm saying if you literally are in love with someone, you can be like, you know what? I still, I love you, but I can't tolerate that. I think though, I don't think that you can mutually, I don't think that like the, the idea or the presence of unconditional love has to be indicative of staying. I think those are two different things because somebody was trying to argue me that like, oh, well, if she loved him unconditionally, she would be able to ignore the fact that he is <laughs> fucking nikki Murphy. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, no, because then he doesn't respect her. That's different. That's different. And and you also have to realize that it's different things. Like cuz this guy tried like I said, he tried to give me this extreme thing like, "Oh, if your husband and you were in love with him. You told me you love him unconditionally, but he ran over your child and raped your sister and da, 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 you still love him?" And it's just like, no. No that <laughs> nigga's a psychopath
1: it's Like yeah that's a That's a different whole
0: different but story e- But even in then though it is still people And I said I was like it actually is realistically If you're trying to what well, you I know you're trying to Knock me off my game. But realistically, you made a moot point because the fact of the matter is that there are still how many times have you watched a documentary or a court case of fucking murders and serial killers? And it's people still on their side sitting behind them because it's just like, I still love the version of you that I know. I still love you. I don't support the shit that you did, but I still love you and I'm here for you. How many times you like, I love them, but I don't fuck with them to people and your family or anything. <clears throat> this person might have be a person of ill character. Who's like, I love you anyway. I love you past your faults. I know you're not perfect, but I can't fuck with you like that. I love you, but I don't trust you. I love you, but I don't respect you. Those things are possible, I and mean, they're not mutually exclusive or indicative of anything.
1: More often than not, that's the most common uh, perspective. Like, a lot of times, you know, you love certain aspects of people, of people. unconditionally. You don't love the person as a whole unconditionally because that's just not how that works.
0: Exactly. And that's the thing I think that gets, that I feel like, and when that was the point that I was going to make earlier, about taking those vows and self-love. What is, I think that line between those things are thin. Because I think the idea of vowing to love someone for better or for worse or to stay with them and be with them for better or for worse is is more of a mind fuck than unconditional love. Because I feel like you can love somebody and be like, I love you, but I don't fuck with you, nigga. I feel like that's different than vowing to stay for better or for worse, because then you have to add the ugly other bubble on the other side of self love and where those things meet in this word bubble web thing. Like, what is the intersectional, like, intersectional, sorry, ways that these things connect? Be- no, I'm, s- all right, no. Oh. Anyways, I'm saying how these things connect because, okay, let's say for better or for worse. Right. You're, spouse or your mate is cheating or they had a they cheated and had a side baby or they beating your ass we well how much worse is the worst that we're allowed to tolerate before we've had enough because that's why i said that's where it's the intertwining of self-love and like sh- shit self-preservation where do those things come into play
1: I know a lot of married people that put up with a lot of bullshit and...
0: On the premise of For Better or For Worse.
1: Yeah. And, you know, in conversations with married people, it's like, all right, so... I don't that know about happened. the married people you know. Like, that happened. <laughs> like, but you still... Like, you still there? Like, that's something that you still want to do? Like, that's... It's like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, my husband. Or that's my wife. it's like yeah i know but they did XY and, and from the outside looking in like me i would have to go like so i can mend you kinda for uh sticking around but at a certain point you have to be you have to use your brain like every situation is not cut and cutting It's not black and white like it's some gray area in that fucking situation that you need to address because that ain't it like that's not it and a lot of people it's kind of like two extremes like people use those vows or whatever to like basically give an excuse for fuck shit and then other people use those vows as a way to you know get out of shit
0: but that's also why i would add the idea and why i said and why i posed that idea of respect because it's different levels i'm not gonna pretend to understand the feeling of being so deeply and meaningfully in love with someone and taking those vows for better or for worse i i just that just i haven't gotten to that point in my life i feel like i know love enough to feel like you can love someone past their flaws but i think when it comes to that decision to decide to leave I think it all will boil down to respect. Maybe you can forgive your husband for cheating or I'm I'm not going to isolate it to men. Maybe you can forgive your spouse for cheating. The respect will come if they understand, realize that you forgave them and don't continuously make the same mistake. And I know somebody might feel some kind of way about this, but I feel like that goes down for anything. Maybe they got a gambling addiction and gambled away y'all savings, or maybe they, you know, what I'm saying, maybe they got really mad and made a mistake and hit you. I can't believe I'm saying that. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm just saying because people have ways.
1: I mean, you know, if it's one time only, I,
0: I'm, I I'm saying I'm, I'm I'm not speaking from my own personal opinions either.
1: Depending on the person, I'm literally
0: just saying, like, let's say that it was that one time and they showed you not an not a, I'm sorry because I know you niggas have cheated and I mean have tweeted enough about you know change behavior that hopefully somebody is acknowledging it so if we're saying not <laughs> not a, a sorry or an apology let's say you niggas were exactly what you tweeted and we re, we, we was like okay the only apologies I'm accepting is change behavior and the man actually was like you know what holy shit super didn't mean to I don't want to lose you how can we fix this let's go to counseling let's make these necessary steps and they're actually actively taking making a point to put you at ease and change and if that's the worst then I see that being something that you can work past but no, if the worst is you finding out that your husband has a child pornography collection and this nigga is raping wow. little boys, then maybe you are okay with getting a motherfucking divorce. You're fucking crazy. I'm good. Because that might be a more thing of like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I've never known you. <laughs> but if it's like, a, oh, okay, I did this. I'm acknowledging you. And out of respect, because I like better, you, like niggas can't bring up, or people can't bring up for better or for worse, and you keep doing the worst. <laughs> you can't keep, you can't keep fucking me over and being like, well, we took vows, this is the worst, and the worst keeps happening. And, and that's not, so I think that would be the separation, because like I love myself to know, okay, I love myself, I do love you, but I love myself to know that if you're not actually going to change, I'm getting the fuck on. Well, I that think. That has to be the separation.
1: I think that's, well, you just kind of said it. Like, the person that you have unconditional love for is yourself. Like, you should have the most unconditional love for you.
0: You have to forgive yourself.
1: Like, it's you.
0: Unless you're a rapist and don't forgive
1: yourself. You have to love you enough to know what you will and won't accept. Like, what you do and don't deserve. You have to love yourself that much. To understand that these situ, it might be for better or for worse, but is that your worst? Like all of that is subjective. Like, okay, if somebody cheat on you one time, that's it. That's it for you.
0: Yeah, you have to. Some you have people, to make the decision that you can live with, too.
1: Right. Some people can accept that three, four, or five times, ten times.
0: Because even the things with the with honestly, even with the niggas, right? What we do. I'm saying, like, even with the men, it's like, oh, you gained some weight. Oh, you don't look as good as you did when I met you 20 years ago. Even that's mm-hmm, I'm not going to that. All right. You don't look the same.
1: I mean, but. If I'm you're... no longer
0: attracted to you. Wait, I'm saying, but if you feel like that's your deal breaker, which is what, that was another point that I made in that post. It's like, okay, well, if that's something that you know is your non-negotiable, if this bitch blew up a little bit, I'm not going to like her or be attracted to her anymore, then you should say that up front. It should be a clause when y'all first start dating, where it's just like, hey, what do you like to do for fun? If you get big, I'm leaving. Like, I just feel like you should say that up front so at least you know. Like, put the, it's, it might sound shallow, and might sound ridiculous, but you are shallow and ridiculous. So you need to let that be known in the beginning. Like, what are your vices? What are your flaws? My flaws is that I don't like big bitches, and if you get big, I'm leaving. I've been on both ends of the spectrum. Where I've heard both. I've heard niggas that was just like, I don't like big bitch, and I heard niggas like you lose another pound. I'm getting the fuck on. <laughs> like I'm not gonna no. Seriously, I've been i bo- I've-, I've seen shit both ways because <laughs> my weight has fluctuated throughout my adult life. So it's just like <laughs> it is, and that was another point I was making. When every all these niggas wanted to band together and agree, there are niggas out here that like thick bitches. Everybody don't like little girls, I and. Know. And it go both ways. So it's just like, that's the, that's your preference. Cool. But you look like a dick if you didn't tell your mate beforehand that, hey, I got about a a 20-pound grace period before I don't know. <laughs> you got to let somebody know that. Like, that's a, that's a huge deal breaker to not state before you date somebody.
1: Yeah, I mean, and you have to think about life when you enter any relationship or a marriage, you have to think about how life changes and also take a look in the mirror yourself because you can have all these, uh, things that you need and you want and you desire, but you yourself might not be holding up your end of the bargain on the other side. So always keep that into, you know, account when you say shit like that, like, Oh yeah. If, if, I'm with somebody and they gain 20 pounds. Like that's a wrap. Like, okay. But she can say, yeah, if I'm with this nigga for two years and his hairline, like is in the middle of this head, like I can't, I don't think I can deal with a bald head nigga. Like it's that little superficial petty shit that needs to be addressed from the beginning because time life happens. Like you're not going to look the same. You're not going to act the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, your ideas about life are not going to be the same so you have to take that into account and hopefully you know in any relationship that you're in you have that communication and you can have those discussions to pretty much put an end to stupid shit like this like if somebody gaining weight like Casey said if somebody gaining weight is like a deal breaker say that now you have to deal with the consequences to that because the other person might be like, "Oh, all right, well, bet, nigga, I'm straight, cause I I like to eat." Right,
0: I'm straight because <laughs> I don't know. I'll be on my way fluctuate a lot. Yeah,
1: like I like to eat, so I might, you know, gain a couple pounds and shit. You know, my 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 cheeks might get a little bit chubby. I don't know, my nigga. My way
0: fluctuating like, like literally so every couple months. I
1: don't know if this might be the right move. I don't right know. For we us. not.
0: I mean, shit. I could be skinny. I could be thick. I don't know. It's a toss up. Yeah, it's nigga. just all about Whoa. the
1: compatibility Like you just gotta make sure that And you, you gotta, gotta not- be honest
0: That's what I'm saying As far as like being honest with yourself Your deal breaker Saying what you can tolerate And for better or for worse So if you the type of person Where If it come down to respect it's you, like, like, Honestly I'm gonna I'm a turn the page I'm gonna go from y'all niggas perspective And let's say That you are your, your girl Or you know what I'm saying Gain weight And You wasn't attracted to her no more And so Let's say you talk to her three, four, five, six, seven times for over the years, and it was just like, I'll go to the gym with you. We can throw out all the bad food in this bitch and we can have nigga nothing in this bitch but kale, spinach, and chicken breast. Like, I'll do this with you. Like, I just want you to be healthy. Like, if you really took that approach and the whole time she's sitting there with Twinkies and like, you know, bitch, nigga, fuck you. Like, you're going to love me anyway. If she's not legitimately respecting your wishes to change and and you telling her and coming to her as a man coming to her as a man <laughs> and telling her it's just not something that you can deal with and she's ignoring you then by all means it's a respect issue get the fuck on now notice another the shit that i say go make out or fuck somebody else leave i am a huge like pubber for the whole idea of like leave don't cheat i'm never going to change that mantra Get the fuck on. I know and I realize, especially the more I come in contact with men, that they don't subscribe to that. Men can fuck and I guess not suck. Fuck and lick and whatever the fuck and do all these things with people and be madly in love with their spouse. I don't know. I don't I don't subscribe to that. I definitely feel like if it's if you're doing all these fucked up shit and things in a relationship, then in my mind I feel like something is going on like it's something either you're not missing or maybe it's you in general it's something going on it's some kind of discrepancy you're not just out here like i'm so blissfully fucking happy but i really want to eat her ass those two things i don't subscribe to that but i don't know
1: i mean what if she put it like in your face like you know
0: why she's so close to your (laughs) face I need my nigga to have tunnel vision. Nigga, I need my nigga to be like throwing them balls on some mood bitch. Get out of my way tell my some Bitch, why you so close. <laughs> I can smell your perfume. That means you're too close. It's nice though. But it's nice. Know. Um, What kind is it? Maybe I get it from my girl. <laughs> we need to move. Oh, okay. I'm um, like, oh, that's good. Oh, your perfume smell nice. What kind is that? What's the name of it? I'm going to get it from. Mm-hmm. This man at my job did that. I mean, he wasn't flirting with me, but he was just like, what is that perfume you're wearing? He was, and he literally like came back. He was just like, I, I eventually found out because I didn't know the name of it. I got the name of it. Brought it to him. He was like, "I got it for my wife for her uh for her birthday. She loved it." You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's my grandma' gift for this week. Please.
0: So I mean, that's really how I just personally feel. I think that in that scenario, yes, you can be like, "I gotta leave." Now, the reason I say like we all have our own deal breakers. We all have our own things we won't tolerate. So yes, you decided to leave and you can move on and find somebody else that maybe subscribes to the same thing you subscribe to, but you also can live your life and knowing that you're a shallow piece of shit. (laughs) Kindly. (laughs) Mm. I'm shallow. But that's the thing of owning your truth. It's the same thing when I tell people like I'm prideful. That's not the best thing to admit. I'm prideful. I fucking I'm emotional. I'm sensitive. These are not possible like, positive things or character flaws that you want to admit somebody, but you can, you need to be able to sit with yourself and be like, I'm shallow. I'm shallow. Say a thousand times, I'm fucking shallow. Realize that. <laughs> sit with that. But don't put it on everybody else. Don't put it on Lila Rashawn and Nikki Murphy and everybody else for the fact that, oh, this bitch is bad and she fat and I'm fucking. You're shallow. Sit with that because everybody don't subscribe to that. So some people might start something song like, for everybody's for worse is different. Yeah. your worst might be you gain a couple pounds and that's too much worse. Somebody be like nigga, you didn't cheat it so many times. That it's a 10th time or it might not even been a cheat. And it might've been like, okay, nigga, I was okay with you cheating, but that baby is the last straw. <laughs> I can't deal with that. That's my for worse. That's too worse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, everybody gonna have them different, them different things about it. So,
1: I mean, I guess it all boils, boils down to uh, communication, um, respect, and uh, just knowing who you are as a person. When you know who you are, you can better decipher how you move in life with other people. Because no matter what you're in, a relationship, a marriage, you dating, whatever, like it's two different people with two whole totally different agendas at the end of the day and you just have to figure out how that match like how, how does that match up how does that you know correlate because a lot of fuck shit can be avoided if people actually were like honest and just said shit like communicate and this is coming from a bad communicator I'm learning. I'm still learning. Horrible. I'm still learning. I'm still in that process of getting better with my communication skills. But I know I'm a bad communicator. And knowing well, is <laughs> <laughs> half the problem. Knowing is half the problem. So, yeah. Just know what you're up against and be upfront. Be upfront. Because if shit goes down in the beginning, you can't realistically be mad like if somebody tells you that you can't gain weight because I don't like that in the beginning you gain weight they get on some fuck shit
0: you already knew
1: at least you knew that's
0: what that's what I'm saying though like you can be both like y- you can acknowledge to yourself that I'm a shallow piece of shit actually not even say that you're a piece of shit but you're shallow because you're not a shallow piece of shit until you do some piece of shit shit on shallow so if you like I'm shallow my girl gained weight let me fuck the stripper bitch Okay, now you're shallow and you're a piece of shit. But if you're shallow, you sit with that, you meet a new girl, you tell her, baby, I like you. I think we can have something. Don't get fat. I don't like that shit and I'ma bounce or a skate on you. Fine, you know what I'm saying? Or a slide, what's like, I'm sorry, what's the terminology? Slide, slide, i am a slide on you, whatever. I don't know if slide or skate means to leave or cheat, whatever, <laughs> I'm not up on lingo. <laughs> But you should be able to acknowledge that. Like I said, like we all who haven't had a conversation with somebody because a lot of people when they date, you talk about your character flaws. Now, some people do that shit like a a, a job interview. Don't do that when you did because a job is not, the, in my opinion, it's not, applying for a job is not the same way in which you apply for a relationship where you know how you only apply for a job and they're like, oh, what are you bad at or what are your faults? And you're like, oh, I'm almost too invested in work. <laughs> I almost get up too early and arrive too soon. <laughs> like, you, you really saying positive shit that you actually trying to make it seem negative? I invest too much. I, I'm married to my work. Those kind of lies? No, I don't. No, tell the real shit. I'm shallow. My weight fluctuates. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I um, I like niggas that pays for everything. Something. Sometimes I, I might not shower for a few days. I don't know. All right. But I'm just saying, if you're going to talk <laughs> about your flaws, talk about your flaws. I tell you, I'm prideful. I'm sensitive. I'm emotional. I hate passive aggression. I hate passive aggression in the person. I'm a type of person that I hate shit that I do. That's a flaw because it's contradictory. So with everything, you just have to know. If you're honest, the more you're honest with yourself, I feel like it's easier to be honest with other people. So just, I just think that's one thing that you have to do. As far as unconditional love goes, I think that it's possible. I just don't think that it's practiced as much as it once was. But I also believe that it's important to know that it's not indicative of anything. I can love you and respect myself enough to leave you. And it all comes down to communication, honesty, and respect. Respect someone enough to not fuck them over. Respect someone enough for them not to have questions. Why did he fuck her? Oh, it wasn't my way It's because he's shallow. I knew he was shallow. He told me he was shallow. He can't love me. Yeah, I'm. It's fair. That's just who. That's who that person is.
1: So. What are you guys' thoughts about unconditional love in today's society? Like is it a thing that it still exists? Or is it a fragment of our, a figment of our imagination? Let us know. So, Casey, what was grinding your gears this, this picture week? picture
0: online, Jesus. Or these
1: weeks? What? What picture? Yeah. They talking about they they was kings and shit. Yeah, I wasn't there. It's in the fucking mountains where was no sun. Anyways,
0: <laughs> bro, that shit looked disgusting. Anyways, um, I'm grinding my own gears. Mm. Um, hmm. just hmm. not in the best place, and just trying to recover. Really. So that's really it. Moving through this life is. Uh, it, it has its ups and downs with anything else. And so right now I'm just down. It's hills and valleys.
1: You're at the end of one of the harder years of life.
0: But, I mean, like I was saying earlier, I don't subscribe to the idea that anything is going to improve. The only thing that I can, which is why I like working, that's the only thing I have control over is trying to get better in a better position financially. But that's the only thing that really... Is in my control I'm in a I'm definitely in a Place especially if you get older And I don't even want to just put that pressure on women Which I think is more on us definitely But I'm also I'm definitely not one of those people That have a lot of people in my life I don't I have I'm not you know it's not, I feel like it goes Either way I feel like People either have Well I can't say that cause my best friend just has a shit ton of people that's super close to her But for me, I'm not one of people. Like, I either, like, I have few people, but we're super close. So, this year is just feeling like one of those times where you feel like you feel forgotten. Especially, like, with my birthday. I don't hang out with my family a lot. Um... Not, in, not for anything reason. It's just like, oh, my brother lives really far away. Um, one of my best friends lives out of the uh, metro area. One of my best friends is in a new relationship. She has no time for anything else. Huh. <laughs> so it's just like um, all of these things. And my birthday is coming up. And like one of my best friends, my best friend is coming to town. And I'm so thankful for her. But even she has a wedding to go to. So I don't know if I probably won't see her until Saturday. And then my other friend, I don't know if she's going to be here or not. She might be going out of town with her guy. And then my parent, one of my parents, my, my stepmom has to work. My dad is going to be out of town. So I'm just feeling really, like, insignificant. Yeah. Because this is, like, the one time a year I see everybody I care about. Yeah. So it's just kind of like one of them things where it's just like, oh, okay. Like, okay, my birthday really don't matter. Sure. So I'm, like, I'm like struggling to to think if I'm going to do something. <laughs> but it's like, I want to do something. My friend going to be here. It's just like, I don't even know if I should do anything or just kind of, like, let it ride and just kind of ignore it. <laughs> like, I'm just in a really weird place and just navigating even how, how you progress. I was talking about it on Twitter briefly about like just like being in different places with your family and your friends and like everybody's in different places I've never been super close to my stepsister anyway, but like we miss each other constantly because it's just like she works a lot. She has to do. I don't really see her like that. Like only time I ever see her is when she do my hair um my parents only see them like on holidays and we live so close to each other it's ridiculous (laughs) you know what i'm saying like
1: that statement is very very true you know
0: what i'm saying so it's just like stuff like that i I, my one friend doesn't live here so i only see her when she comes into town luckily she's been coming into town more often because honestly she's the only one that i have to hang out with um so i'm looking forward to seeing her for my birthday because she's the like my only friend that still wants to like go out and do stuff and like have fun. So if I'm if she not here, I'm in the house, which is not bad. I don't mind being on my own company, but I did that for a whole week, <laughs> and it was like I fucking enjoyed the fuck out of it. So when this week it was like when work was over, my like, damn y'all don't need me to pick up no extra days, nigga. I could work Fridays out of I Sunday. I'm doing shit like so. Damn. It's just little shit like that, really. Like, just life, honestly. And just recalibrating. Because I feel like before I was living, we was doing, like, the sex in the city thing. And now, like, all my friends is cuffed up. So now I'm just, like, nothing. And there definitely no sex nor no city in my life. The city too far away. And I ain't having sex. So, that's it. I don't have no reason to go to the city. Only reason I used to go to the city was because my best friend later. I don't really go see her no more. (laughs) Ain't no sex or no city.
1: That that is very hilarious. So that's, that is fucking funny.
0: I saw somebody else having. Th- I'm, I'm I'm in the thruple with Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> so all right, that's it. What's, um, what's grounding your cares?
1: Piggybacking off of uh, what we were talking about um, in the let's argue topic uh, as far as sense, I am tired. I have reached the point of being tired of people asking me. Mainly females. What scent I wear? Okay, look. He's so arrogant. No, no, no. Wait, wait. I am not providing your dusty ass nigga.
0: Why? Because technically, everybody smells different when they wear it because their pheromones makes with with it differently. premium
1: cologne options, let that nigga wear his uh his Drake. Drink- <laughs> Whatever the fuck that bullshit is, let him wear what he wear. Right? Stop coming up to me, sniffing me. Oh, that's nice. Like I know you got a nigga. Get away. Oh, what's the name of that? Why? Why you wanna?
0: You should be confident enough to not care.
1: No, like I appreciate you know the fact that my (laughs) my uh, methods of smelling good is uh, you know a highlight to some people's day. But stop asking me questions. Not provide no answers. Sorry. You'll be all right just go to the store and smell smell some shit you might smell something even better leave me the fuck alone <sighs> yeah that's it i've just had that a lot recently like where people just i'm really big about personal space and i don't like yeah questions so <laughs> those two things at the same time is like a little uh, yeah. I
0: also hate passive aggression. I know I say this earlier, but somebody was trying to be passive aggressive, uh, subgr- passive aggressive to me the other day. And I'm just like, I will never, and I'm going to repeat it again on this show. I will never, ever, 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 ever have the energy for passive aggression. Like I champion communication a lot. And I know I'm passive aggressive sometimes, but I'm usually do it if the communication isn't working because men are really good at not communicating. Um, they're more like evasive than anything they will avoid the conversation I'm a communicator so it's just like don't like even with Hendrix says it to me when he would send like emojis or something like oh like I hate the fucking okay emoji I hate the thumbs up emoji it's passive aggressive and it's fucking rude say what you mean and mean what the fuck you say are you trying to be sarcastic are you trying to be snarky are you trying to be funny yes. say it
1: yes yes yes
0: say it (laughs) because to me it's like oh you're trying to be a smart ass and it's gonna irritate me and somebody's trying to do that on some passive aggression after hoeing themselves like because you dug yourself in a hole (laughs) because i don't give a fuck if you start digging you get too deep don't worry nigga i'm there with a shovel to put the dirt right on top of your stupid ass because you didn't dug yourself in a hole stupid ass so just to let y'all know I don't I like, communication is so much easier especially at this age we're far too old I'm far too old to guess far too old I won't do it I refuse
1: okay so if they want to communicate with you if you want if you
0: want to communicate with me <laughs> effectively <laughs> you can do so by hit me up at uh, I'm about to say ask 2am podcast actually you can no, hit you me can't. up at ask 2 podcast at gmail.com the number two um, so any questions, comments, concerns that you have for me or Hendrix or the show as a whole or about the topic or anything we discussed on this week's episode. If you want to reach me personally, you can do so at K in real life. That's K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. And that's on Instagram and on Twitter. If you want to hit me on Facebook, you can do so at Casey Kyle. That's K-A-Y-C-E-E-C-O-L-L. If you want to reach the show you can reach the show on our social media platforms instagram twitter and facebook at the 2 a.m podcast hendrix how can they reach you
1: you can reach me on all social media platforms at noli hendrix that's n-o-e-l-l-y-h-e-n-d-r-i-x all
0: right
1: all social medias yeah so it's, it's a nice episode we had today you think so yeah you you went off like you, like you do do oh, so. me
0: doing that I'm trying to take a break From going That's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking exhausted At this point But alright Y'all hit that mute Y'all hear that music again soon Don't worry about it <laughs> um, <laughs> So Hendrix Any last words <laughs>
1: Oh shit mama. That was my mistake um, As always Remember millennials That, that? Communication is key
0: Yes, so go out there and fucking communicate. All right guys, we'll catch you next week, maybe. Peace.